Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friend. This is Frances Vitikovic, and today you're listening to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Today, we're going to have a conversation about toxic positivity. So when I first heard this term not too long ago, I was like, oh, I wonder if anyone has ever considered this particular podcast where I speak all about personal development to be something that borders on toxic positivity, because I do speak a lot about being positive. But after I read the definition, which I'm about to share with you in a moment, I really wanted to make it super clear about where I stand when it comes to this idea of feeling happy all the time, which I already know is totally impossible. So according to Wikipedia, toxic positivity is defined as a dysfunctional approach. So already like when you hear the term dysfunctional and you know that it's not the normal preferred way of dealing with something, but it's an approach to emotional management that happens when people do not fully acknowledge their negative emotions, particularly anger and sadness. Now, the reason that I love this definition so much is that I see straight away that I am not aligned with that. Like I'm not aligned with believing that you need to be positive all the time. I've always said that life is 50-50. It is full of obstacles. It is full of challenges. It has its ups and downs, which is all just a normal part of the human experience. And the goal isn't to face it all with a little fake, you know, ungenuine smile on your face, pretending to be happy when you are not. My goal has always been to help you learn to manage the emotions, which means number one, you need to be willing to allow it rather than dismissing or pretending that negative emotions don't exist. Just acknowledge them, like know that you are having a human moment. Of course, you're going to be sad when you lose someone that you love. I mean, grief is a price that we pay for love. Of course, you're going to be angry when you see injustice in the world. These are normal human emotions and under no circumstance am I ever suggesting to you to be happy and positive when you don't feel that way. Instead, I want you to really tune into that emotion, allow it to be and understand like this is what being a human is all about. So I looked up some signs of toxic positivity and I wanted to share it with you just so that you see, well, what does it look like when someone is being positive in a toxic way? Some of these signs include hiding painful emotions, ignoring your problems, reciting positive quotes about hard situations. And I'm guessing these quotes are something along the lines of, you know, everything happens for a reason. There are other people who have it worse. Just stay positive. Now, on the surface level, like there's nothing actually wrong with these quotes once you've actually processed your emotions first. I already can see how it can be potentially harmful saying these things to someone, these words to someone who hasn't even had a chance to process their grief, their anger, their sadness. Because when you give this advice to someone who hasn't even felt their emotion, it can feel like it's dismissing their feelings or that they should be feeling a different way. When in reality, what they should be feeling is whatever they are feeling. So some more signs of toxic positivity is when you brush off real problems and you pretend they don't exist, you always try to fake happiness like you feel like you can't show your true feelings. Another sign is when you feel really guilty and ashamed about feeling negative because you have this expectation like this should, lots of shoulds here, you should be feeling happy instead. So I think that we're getting the picture here of what toxic positivity looks like. It's always thinking that you have to be happy, that you need to look happy in dismissing your negative feelings. There's this other definition that I wrote down that I absolutely love and it's a shallow and false reassurance and words of hope given at the wrong time. And these words of hope really lack empathy and they're meant to defy or deny these real feelings of emotional pain that someone 
someone is experiencing. It's almost like we think that we can say these words and that's going to take away someone's negative feelings and that they should be happy instead. So I know I've given you a really long-winded description here, but I'm so glad we went into depth with this so that you now recognize what toxic positivity looks like. And I can see for myself that I am not aligned with like thinking that you need to be happy all the time. But that being said, I want to come back to this idea of living life in a generally optimistic way, which is not the same as feeling like you have to be happy 100% of the time. Because I would say that I am a generally optimistic person, but that doesn't mean that I don't feel the emotions. That doesn't mean that I don't feel both positive and negative emotions in life because I'm going to. I'm a human. I'm just like you. So there's almost like this fine line between being generally positive versus toxic positivity where you feel like you have to be 100% positive all the time. And they're obviously two different things as we've spoken about, but what is the difference? So I'm going to share with you how I actually stay pretty positive in life. And the weird thing is, it's from allowing myself to experience all the emotions. I think that when you know that it's totally normal to experience sadness and anger and grief and pain and discomfort, when you give yourself permission, like true permission for those feelings to not just exist, but to know that it's actually okay that they exist, I feel like it is the most massive weight off your shoulders. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. Because here's the funny thing about thoughts. Not many people actually take the time to think about this. We have thoughts and then we have thoughts about our thoughts. And often the thoughts that we're thinking about the thoughts are thoughts of judgment, are thoughts of guilt, thoughts of shame. So not only are you experiencing that initial, you know, those negative emotions that you're trying to process as if that isn't difficult enough, like just to process those emotions, you're just adding so much more mind drama. It's just another way that we beat ourselves up with our thoughts, judging ourselves for the thoughts that we're having that are totally okay to have in the first place. I'm going to give you an example. Let's just say that you have gone for a job, okay? And you really, really wanted to get that job and you didn't get it. And then you feel the very natural, normal emotion of disappointment, okay? You'd be crazy to like try to think that you have to kid yourself to be happy that you didn't get the job. Allow yourself to first be disappointed because that's a normal human reaction. And then, okay, the disappointment there, you can experience that. But when you go and add another layer of emotion, like you're embarrassed that you're disappointed or you're feeling ashamed that you're disappointed, like you're just making your human experience so much more unnecessarily difficult. So for me, just to know that I can experience whatever emotion that I want to, that makes me feel optimistic about life. I know it's such a simple little secret, but to allow those emotions to come and be and just be totally fine and for me to process it and then move on, move on 
That's what actually makes me feel optimistic because I can cope with life really well when I'm managing my expectations about my humanness. So the fact that life is 50-50, the fact that I'm going to experience both positive and negative emotions, I can handle that. So for me, it isn't about being positive about every single experience that I'm going to have in life. Instead, it's about being present, showing up, being here, doing my best, understanding that life is what I make it the good and the bad, and also about tapping into the strength that I have within to show up for those obstacles and show up for those roadblocks that are inevitable because I've already said like life is full of them, but just showing up in a way that I can be proud of. So I'm going to share with you a pretty personal experience that we're going through right now in our family that it's really hard to feel positive about. So my father-in-law, my husband's dad has dementia. He's in the advanced stages of it and he spent, I think, six weeks in hospital. He went to one nursing home. It was just so difficult to get him into one nursing home home and then there were issues and he was kicked out he's just gone to a new one the emotions that have come up from me have been anything but positive and the interesting thing is that positivity hasn't actually been the emotion that I've tapped into in order to get through these last months it's actually been love and compassion so here's the thing my friend you're going to go through these experiences in life and they're not all going to be positive and you're going to prefer and wish that they weren't happening but sometimes it just is what it is. Like I've had to like tap into that one sentence. It is what it is. I can't back go back and turn back time. We can't wish for things to be different when it is what it is. So the question I've been asking myself and the best question that I think that a person can ask themselves when it comes to facing an obstacle is how do you want to show up in this moment? How do you want to show up? And remember, I, I didn't say and I didn't reach for positivity. I just reached for love and compassion. And if I had to, you know, acknowledge a third emotion that I've been tapping into, it's strength. Love, compassion, and strength have got me through this obstacle. That obstacle actually still exists and we're going through it. And as you can see, I haven't spoken about the fact that I've tried to, you know, force myself to be positive or happy about this experience. I'm not really happy about it. I'm never going to be happy about that, but I'm okay with it is what it is. It is what it is and I can be strong. And there's going to be plenty of moments in life that you are 100% not going to be happy about. And you, I'm giving you permission, you do not have to be happy. This is my friendly reminder to you that as a human, you're going to experience both positive and negative emotions in life. Totally normal. Please don't dismiss those negative ones. I think they're a really important part of your growth. So allow yourself to just feel all the feelings. And honestly, like they pass through your body so much quicker when you just let them be, you sit with them and then they move on as opposed to when you're resisting them or shoving them down and not acknowledging them. All those repressed emotions and feelings are so much more harmful to you than when you just allow them to be. So my friend, that's my short and sweet episode where I'm sharing you my thoughts on toxic positivity. Nope, you do not have to be positive and happy all the time. But the really weird thing is that just when you accept this statement that you do not have to be positive and happy all the time, that is going to give you so much more peace, so much more grace, and will ultimately probably make you feel like happier in the end, but not fake happy. I'm talking about like genuine happiness, just genuine happiness to be a human alive in this world right now. So take care as always, my friend. I love and appreciate you all, and I can't wait to catch you on the next episode. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.